And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our grand and wondrous podcast about the French Revolution, otherwise known as the awful time which people died of hunger. And due to the undying love that nobles had for cake, or basically anything consumable, I will be your host, Victoria. Victoria! Today, in the day of May 13th, and we are in Panama, and the weather is looking really sunny. It is 2021, and it's been a crazy year. Como esta Paola? Oh, you know, I'm just minding my own business. I'm having a great day over here. I noticed that 70% of my time is spent playing video games instead of doing normal people stuff like eating food. Yoleni, how's your day going? Hi, I'm... Really great, actually. My day's going just fine. You know, getting crazy a little bit more every day, but going on with life and happy, you know? How are you, Isabella? Like, I'm pretty good. I'm tired. But I'm having a, like, funny time being the drama queen, you know? And how are you, Victoria? I'm finally happy that the intro came out right. We've been filming this for, like, half an hour. I'm so happy about that. Back to the French Revolution. So, his, history in this point. For French people, this wasn't easy. Um, they were living with five or more kids. The market was, for some reason, suddenly selling rice. When they had been eating stale bread their whole, whole lives. Capitalism was being spread like wildfire. And that wasn't living, that was surviving. Okay, girl, so just one question. Why did they have so many kisses they knew they couldn't take care of them or give them that food? That is such a I good mean, question, actually. <laughs> that's, that's such a good question because no money, desperation, and peculiar smelling surroundings were all too much for the malnutrition Parisians. I mean, people with actual expertise and knowledge in a certain topic could as basically ascend to be better and have more money if only it wasn't for the business is being passed down in the family you know normally it was it's my son and yeah so nobles the nobles and the king started to spend the money in yeah questionable questionable ways they started doing the dumbest things i've ever heard of with the country uh, even the, the people could see they were wrong like everyone could see they were wrong the, the and that gave birth to the famous revolution oh dude so you want to know something weird so the reason they didn't have any money during some time was because they decided to aid the Americans on their own revolution. Please. Like, bro, why? Why? just wanted okay. to eat. I understand now, like, why Marie Antoinette looked like a ball. She was just, like, thick, fat. No, for real, for real, for real. For real. I am boss, just thick, boy. <laughs> okay. In both towns on the countryside, it seemed that the revolution was not producing the hoped for results. Actually, in all honesty, the revolution created even more problems. Why? What had happened? Had the revolutionaries ex expected too much? Did the fault lie with the new political elite? Because they excluded the lower classes for, from optimistic prospects of change. Did the leaders, despite their commitment to social equality, find it impossible to avoid making private property? This was pretty crazy. I mean, after the revolution, things weren't looking too good. 
Philippines after that that was the best all that they got. I mean, pretty useless. I mean, what was the point of all that? Pero after that, the events of the 1790s brought France no closer to determining how and whether social equality could be achieved through political measures. This very issue actually continues to vex modern society long after the social stresses of the 17th century had dissolved into the dustbin of history. Indeed, it remains one of the most vibrant legacies of the French Revolution. Actually, um, fun fact, many revolutionaries began to argue that the most insidious enemies of the state were not the nobles, but in fact, it was, it was the monarchs instead. Wonder why? So, characters of the French Revolution. First, we have our boy Louis the Sixteenth, and I quote: "I have no intention of sharing my authority." Bro, well, actually, I think he had more ego than fatness. Oh, for real? Because Chucky when it came boy. to Louis, Louis actually came from a long line of Louises. He was shy and not really good at what he had to do. I mean, Mans couldn't govern his country. He took a long time to get his wife pregnant, which was really important for the uh, relationships between Austria and France. And he definitely could not stop the upcoming revolution. Actually, a fun fact is that people hated him so much that they dipped their like the people's handkerchiefs in his blood after he got decapitated. Also, they kept his hair as a souvenir. That's oh really fascinating. Oh my god! Yes. And as he seemed to like that fact, here's this. Something ironic is that he approved the use of the guillotine, which basically he mm-hmm. we could say he planned his own death because he was decapitated by a guillotine. That's Bro. just surprising, That's, for sure. Like, stupid. Yeah, actually it is. <laughs> and now that we talked about the famous Louis XVI, let's talk about his famous wife, Marie Antoinette. And I quote, I was a queen and you took away my crown, a wife and you killed my husband, a mother and you deprived me from my children. My blood alone remains. Take it. Don't make me suffer long. You know that one of Marie Antoinette's loyal friends was literally ripped into pieces in the streets of Paris, Paris after she refused to swear a loyalty oath to the French Revolution. And when they finished, when the nobles finished to rip her into pieces, they took the blood and the head and they walked it through all Paris. I think that this is just wrong, but. French well, no. like that. that was awful, disgusting. That's cruel. It's honestly brutal. Yeah. Actually, talking about nobles and running away and failing miserably, the royals also tried to do that. And as I mentioned, they weren't so lucky. Especially the king, whose face was in every single coin used in the entirety of France. So as you can imagine, finding him and attacking him was a piece of cake. Yeah, so actually... Marie was married off on her, by her parents to some random French guy, and he wasn't even that cute. Come on. They were both teenagers, and they were expected to have a baby to 
keep the relationships between their countries going. When the Jacobin declared war on Austria to test the couple's loyalty, the war and the war didn't go so well, most people started to blame Marie, the outsider. After August, everything went to shit. Murdered, slaughter, decapitation, you name it. Not to mention, the Dauphin was taken away from his mother for fake from fake rumors of sexual assault and incest. And if the lead and the lights didn't kill her, the guillotine surely did. Oh, also, by the way, her last words were actually hard on me, Monsieur, because he, she accidentally stepped on the executioner's foot. Imagine how pathetic is that? Yeah, it actually is. I won't let that be my last words. I will, I will literally not be sorry about that. I won't take that with me. I will be like, okay. Me neither. Oops. Why will you excuse? You're a queen. Exactly. That's the way. At the end. I mean, these two completely different people. Louis, a complete introvert, and she was gambling away and all the people who were dying of money. Um, a bunch of people died. Hunger. The revolution didn't end as they expected, and it kind of backfired for some time. Louis was a bad, bad king. Louis spent too much money, and they both died Thank you, Victoria, for that quite informative and very nice narrative you gave us. So, you were listening to our podcast called Thrashy Nobles. I hope you enjoyed it a lot. And as we say our goodbyes, I would like to end this by saying that basically, most of the rulers kinda sucked. <laughs>